Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we are continuing our series on how to best use LinkedIn. And I can't say this enough. I've said it every program. If you are a business professional, you absolutely, positively, no exceptions, should be on LinkedIn. Even if you are an employee of someone else's, even if you think your job is the greatest thing in the world and you don't ever want to change, you should be on LinkedIn because it's all about building your professional network. And so today we're really going to talk about that. And I can't wait to talk to my guest because she is an expert in this. So please join me in welcoming Joyce Lehman to our program today. Welcome, Joyce. Thanks for having me, Deb. Great. Well, you know, it's it's funny. I've chatted with you before and I had to, to look back. It's been four years. Absolutely. <sighs> <laughs> I know. Bad, bad. We need to remedy that. We can't go four years without chatting. Um, so we will, we will definitely fix that. But let me tell people a little bit about you and then we will jump into this. Okay. So founder, consultant, author, and car enthusiast are just a few words that describe Joyce Lehman. You may find it hard to believe that Joyce is a former wallflower in the world of business networking. She's proof that how you think can be your greatest asset. She has been referred to as a walking LinkedIn and Bob Berg, one of my favorite people in the world, who is the best-selling author of Endless Referrals and The Go-Giver and those series of books, calls Joyce the greatest networker in the world. Oh my gosh. Since 2008, Joyce has worked with various industries from solopreneurs to CEOs and in all sizes of organizations to help them grow their brands and businesses through the power of relationships. We're going to talk a little bit about her book, which is the connecting advantage, your connecting advantage, I'm sorry. And, you know, and, but in particular, how to really use LinkedIn as your greatest networking tool. So again, Joyce, welcome. Thank you so much. Well, you know, as I mentioned, you've been doing this for a while. So how is it that you determined that this is your passion in life? Back in 2008, I had been working for a company doing training of all things in the area of performance mindset, corporate mm. culture, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I thought it would be a great thing to launch my own business because okay. 2008 was such a good year to mm -hmm. do that. Yes, yes. Everything was <laughs> swimmingly, going swimmingly along, right? Right, exactly. But I didn't really have a brand. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a network mm -hmm. to speak of. Of course, social media was barely coming on the scene. So there mm -hmm. was so much right. that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. But my entrepreneurial enthusiasm overrode all mm -hmm. my common sense, apparently. Mm -hmm. So initially, my programs were focused, as I said, on performance mindset. Okay. And I was doing speaking, training within companies, mm -hmm. handful of private coaching clients, and it was through all the mistakes that I made building my own business mm -hmm. and spending far too much money with the wrong people doing the wrong things mm -hmm. 
that led me to where I'm at today. Great. And I do sell clients. I, in fact, I've had some say that I am a business therapist, which is mm. kind of funny, but it seems like mindset is still mm-hmm. a piece of what I do. Right. Only for the fact of mm-hmm. if you're going to go out, say you're a little bit more introverted or you've been within mm-hmm. a company and now you suddenly have to network or you've got to use technology. Mm-hmm. I've got an agency side of my business, a digital agency side. So having to get out on social media, maybe it's a Facebook Live mm-hmm. or LinkedIn video, whatever that might be, sometimes you're going to push comfort zones. Right. So I still fall back to that. In mm-hmm. fact, last weekend, I had, I've got an organization that I'm helping with a strategic plan. Mm-hmm. And I was going to do that workshop for mm-hmm. about 70 people. And of mm-hmm. course, with what's going on in the world. Right. We We're not supposed to congregate. Mm-hmm. Right. So we had to postpone it. Mm-hmm. But the whole mindset piece, that was the foundation before building a strategic mm-hmm. plan, because when you're going to take an organization through so much change, they needed that. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, my passion is connecting people. Mm-hmm. I love making connections, whether it's personal, for business. Mm-hmm. And that kind of took a turn in my business around, it was 2009. That was the year mm-hmm. I met Bob Berg. Right. And we connected on Twitter Mm -hmm. and then it became more networking was the Mm -hmm. focus, even though you're connecting advantage, that book didn't come Mm -hmm. out until 2015. Mm -hmm. But the work that I do right now, it's the same content. I deliver it several different ways. Mm -hmm. So as I mentioned, I do keynotes. I speak at conferences. Mm -hmm. I do training within organizations. I also have my private coaching and consulting clients. And Mm -hmm. then I have developed a couple of different virtual courses. Nice. Yes. So one focused on LinkedIn and then the other focused more on social selling and business Mm -hmm. development. So that way it's like, how do you get out more to the masses Mm -hmm. and be able to scale within a company? Mm -hmm. And I jokingly say, if somebody has to go hunt for business and sell it and they either don't like it or they're bad at it, they're a great client for me. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's a small business owner Mm -hmm. or could be a small law firm Mm -hmm. that I'm working with. Professional service providers seem to be a great Mm -hmm. fit. Or I've got a company, it's a national company that I'm going in to work with the executives. We Mm. do have that scheduled for October Mm -hmm. and right now we're still on. So Mm -hmm. it's just, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. the same content, but Mm -hmm. it's like you got to build a brand, figure out who your target audience Mm -hmm. is, how you're going to go hunt Mm -hmm. and then hunt differently Mm -hmm. in today's social selling land. Right, right. You know, and it's so important to build those networks. Um, you know, I, I mentioned, you know, maybe you, you're somebody who has a great job, thinks, you know, I'm never going to look for another one. I love where I am. You still need connections, you know, because you never know when something might happen. I mean, you know, let's see, like in, in this day and age, I mean, so many people are losing their jobs right now or things are, are completely changing. So just because you think you're fine where you are right now, doesn't mean that next week things are going to be different. And then, of course, if you are a business owner or you know an entrepreneur, you've got to continually be increasing and improving who you are connecting with. Um, you know, I, I like the people who say, "I have enough business. I have enough connections." No, you don't. No, you know, you might have enough business right now, so that you know, you're you're only working X number of hours a day, and so you don't want any more. But things change. And, and it's all about continually building and improving your networks. One of the misconceptions that people have is they think, so I'm at a company and then I'm just going to go build my network and right. everything's going to be great. 
I caution clients and tell them, especially those in business development mm -hmm. who are out hunting or mm -hmm. meeting right now, it's virtually meeting with people. Mm -hmm. But if you really don't have a strong network, mm -hmm. it could easily take you six months to build right. it. Mm -hmm. And that's with multiple conversations mm -hmm. a week with mm -hmm. individuals right. to develop because mm -hmm. there's a big difference in just meeting people. Mm -hmm and connecting with people versus mm -hmm. connecting with the right people who right. truly understand what relationships mm -hmm. are about. And I mm -hmm. say typically two out of 10 are going to get it. Mm -hmm. Two out of 10 are going to be the people that you want to connect with. They're going to understand how to make introductions mm -hmm. and the, you know, the mutually beneficial relationships right. versus what can you do mm -hmm. just to help me. Mm -hmm. right. So it does take time. Mm -hmm. And I've seen Individuals get siloed in organizations, mm -hmm. right? They're there and they're focused, which right. is great. And as you said, right now, we've gone to a virtual workforce. You mm -hmm. may have a job. You may not have a job. Mm -hmm. I am shifting my model. It's a good thing I have virtual courses, right? Mm -hmm. To be able to offer things online. Mm -hmm. But all of us are having to rethink how we're doing business. Mm -hmm. And so reaching out to your network is so much more important. Right. And if you're only focused in one industry. Mm -hmm. We see that a lot, mm -hmm. right? Because right. you stay with the people that you know, if you're more mm -hmm. introverted, it's even harder versus having a broad network. Mm -hmm. And I also want to make the disclaimer, you don't have to have thousands of people. Right. right. In fact, that could be a waste. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big for big brothers, big sisters, mm -hmm. my little, we've been together two years. She's oh. now 18. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So I went from zero kids to a teenager in a minute and <laughs> <laughs> she's a fantastic kid. So mm -hmm. with Kaylin, what I have been working with her on, in fact, she's got a LinkedIn profile. We mm -hmm. set it up when she was 17 yeah. and she's got 12 connections mm -hmm. on there, but those 12 people mm -hmm. are the most well-connected people I know in Kansas city. Right. And if she nurtures mm -hmm. those relationships, mm -hmm. she could be set for life. Right. Right. So some people think that you have to have a ton of relationships. You don't. You have to have the right relationships. Right. right. You know, I don't like that LinkedIn lets you have 30,000 connections because there's no way, you know, e even if you are a, a big influencer, somebody who is, you know, it, no, you know, it, then it's just a one-way conversation. You know, you're not reaching out to them saying, hey, can you help me with or can I help you? I mean, it's just, you know... They, they, you know, and I always laugh when somebody says, well, I'm almost at the 30,000 mark or even, you know, Facebook, you know, with the, the 5,000. No, you know, the vast majority of those, they're just a number. You know, you wouldn't know them if you ran into them on the street. They're certainly not going to be in, in most cases of any benefit to you from a business perspective. Correct. You're you and sure, you know, it's if you look at, you know, I tell people, you know, when you're looking at somebody's profile, if they have a hundred connections and a thousand connections, you are kind of thinking, okay, well, this the thousand might be better connected. But yeah, I mean, you know, nine hundred of those might be absolutely worthless. I'm even in the process now of going through and filtering out because at the beginning that was the mindset. Right. Right. The more the more people that mm -hmm. you connect with, the better. Mm -hmm. You mentioned Facebook, and I'm going to throw that in here because even though we're talking about LinkedIn, mm -hmm. social networks, your social capital right. is more critical mm -hmm. now than mm -hmm. ever before. Yeah. And so what I look at is how do you use platforms strategically? Mm -hmm. 
Right. Like Bob Berg and I connected because of Twitter back in mm-hmm. 2009. I've shared the stage with him. He was gracious enough to endorse my book. I've made introductions for Bob. Facebook is a slightly different audience. And I am one of those. But of course, I wrote a book on the subject, so I better be there. I do have close to 5,000 mm-hmm. personal relationships. Mm-hmm. However, I'm still in the process of going through and mm-hmm. weeding out. Right. But I also know because of Facebook's algorithm, if I post something on my personal page, it's going to reach more people right. than the 3,000 people mm-hmm. on my business page because right. they That's, want me to pay yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. So it goes back to how you can be strategic mm-hmm. no matter what platform mm-hmm. you're on. Right. But yes, there are some people on Facebook. These are the folks that you meet in business, mm-hmm. right? That you know that you're going to have a great business connection, mm-hmm. but you want to go have happy hour with them. Right. So mm-hmm. That's why you want to go mm-hmm. connect with them on Facebook mm-hmm. too. And I've seen business happen. That's how I started working with law firms Right, mm-hmm. was because a managing partner of an international law firm in Kansas mm-hmm. City, we were friends on Facebook and I got a message from him one day mm-hmm. and this was on a Saturday and all it said was, I love your book. And I Googled Perry Brandt mm-hmm. and when and like- <laughs> managing partner, right? Mm-hmm. Brian Cave at the time named Brian Cave mm-hmm. listed as the top 200 most influential people in Kansas City, past mm-hmm. president of the Kansas City Bar Association mm-hmm. and one of the most well-respected litigation attorneys mm-hmm. across the country. Mm-hmm. Grew up in Nashville with nothing, by the way. First, you know, first guy in his family to go to college. Mm-hmm. And for him, now he's my mentor. He mm-hmm. jokingly calls me his business yeah. um, guru and people think I'm his life coach. But it's one of those things we met on Facebook and now it came back over to the business right. community. Right. So as people are kind of thinking about networks, and I may mm-hmm. have just strayed your conversation a little bit, there might be some people that you meet on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. but yet it becomes a little bit more, like I said, the people you want to go grab more, more friendly coffee, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe you have connections on Facebook that could turn into great business connections mm-hmm. over on LinkedIn. Right. So figure out, to me, it all goes back to how you can strategically do that. Right. And we've been talking about what's been happening over the last few weeks, you know, with, with this crazy virus and literally you don't know what's going to happen day to day. In my intro, you mentioned car enthusiasts. So I'm a member of the Kansas City Exotic and Supercar Group. My cars are my hobby. Thanks to my dad who worked for Ford and I grew up around cars because they're like, mm-hmm. why do chicks like cars? Right. That's right. Got it from my dad. Mm-hmm. But in our, we have a secret Facebook group for our members, and we have mm-hmm. about 600 members. Wow. And earlier this week, the founder made a post, and he goes, okay, tell us what everybody does for work. We haven't done this before. Mm-hmm. So he's like, tell us what you do, mm-hmm. how we can help. Right. Because right now it's, once again, this mm-hmm. is all about mm-hmm. connecting and building right. relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you now start to see that conversation mm-hmm. shift. So yes, we were talking about LinkedIn, but once again, like I said, might be somebody LinkedIn that you go over and continue to nurture on Facebook or from what Dan did or even Perry Brandt reaching out. I now work with law firms because Mm -hmm. of it. Then it's like, how do you start Mm -hmm. on Facebook? And maybe it's Twitter, maybe it's Instagram. Mm -hmm. To me, LinkedIn and Facebook, that tends to They're Yeah, they're more of a close relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. But once again, your best connections can happen in the least likely places, mm-hmm. but just, I, that's the first thing. It's like shift to think about mm-hmm. how you build, how you build your network. Mm-hmm. Right. So like my boyfriend right now, he made a comment to me. He goes, I'm just not into cars as much as you are. And I said, I get that. Right. right. We don't show cars. Mm-hmm. We 
cars, we do a lot of social events mm-hmm. and have fun. He's CEO of a company in Kansas City and mm-hmm. has 60 employees. And I made the comment that I said, start looking at it about how you can network, mm-hmm. right? So when you meet somebody, just once again, it's about building relationships. Right. That's all it mm-hmm. is. It's just about building mm-hmm. relationships right. because you never know. Right. Yeah. You, you do never know where those come from. You know, I, and, and everybody has their own philosophy about connecting and there's really no true right or wrong. Um, you know, I've had people who've said, I will only connect with people. It, well, there's, there's a guy on, on Facebook right now that, that I am friends with, know him out in the real world. And he will do a post maybe once a week that says, if I have met you in real life, let's connect on LinkedIn. Okay. I mean, that's, that is just his philosophy. Right. But, you know, I, I also want to go back to him and say, you're missing out on so much. Oh, um, yeah. You know, and, and because, you know, just because I've not, you and I have never met in real life. You know, we've only met virtually. Um, you know, and, and so if I had that philosophy, we wouldn't have met. Um, you know, we certainly wouldn't be, be talking now. You never know, you know, or, or, or the people who say, I will only connect with people in my proximity, you know, wh- whatever it is. company, right. You close yeah. off. Yeah. You know, or only people in a certain industry, all those things, because you never know when say that Facebook friend that lives in outer Botswana <laughs> is actually, you know, the, the sibling to a person you really need to meet or, right. you know, all those various things. And, and so that's why I remind people, you know what, behave yourself on all of your social media. You know, just because Facebook is more for fun, always keep in mind right. you know, what you're putting there. You never know who's going to see that. And, and, you know, I always tell people, my mother looks at, and she does, my mother looks at my Facebook page every day. So I'm not going to put something there that she's going to go, excuse me. Um, <laughs> now, is it more fun, obviously, than what I put on LinkedIn? Yes. You know, I'm going to post there things right. about my dogs, things about, you know, I'm, I'm posting jokes about, you know, coronavirus. And, you know, po- the, the, I, I posted a thing yesterday, which has now been shared multiple times, where, you know, it was, it was a homeschool parent who was buying the vodka bottle that was, you know, <laughs> um, and would I post that on LinkedIn? Never. Never, never. But it was still, I mean, it, it, is that professional? No, but it was funny, you know, but it wasn't anything that the, the vast majority of people would take offense at. Could somebody? Sure. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I am big on your personal brand is everywhere. Don't stop to think, okay, well, what I post on Instagram or what I post on here or what I post on there is totally private and nobody sees it because again, you never know who you're connected to. So the very first chapter of my book, one of the things that I tell people, and there's literally a tactic on almost every page Mm -hmm. within it, it's go Google yourself. Right. Because a lot of people don't Mm -hmm. think about how they show up online. Mm -hmm. And I tell them, go five to six pages Mm -hmm. back, go to Google Images. You never know if you've been tagged. Oh, yeah. And Mm -hmm. if LinkedIn happens to show up... Mm -hmm. Right. And if you're mm-hmm. using it correctly, 12th most search website on the internet, mm-hmm. if you're using it correctly, you have your custom URL, mm-hmm. you're posting consistently, yep. then they will most likely pull you out on the mm-hmm. first page. So mm-hmm. that's why your brand is more important than mm-hmm. ever. And my agency side, we actually help clients to build websites, mm-hmm. their social market, social media strategy, and all of that. But mm-hmm. LinkedIn profiles are a big part of it. And so I tell somebody so if you're working for a company, 
then consider your LinkedIn profile like your own personal right. website. Mm -hmm. And if you look at website statistics, you've got, if somebody goes to a website, they make a split second decision on a company's credibility when they hit the website. Right. You've got three seconds to maintain mm -hmm. their attention and then they're going to go ahead mm -hmm. and continue to scroll down mm -hmm. like on a website page. So think about LinkedIn mm -hmm. like that. Yep. So, you know, utilizing custom background mm -hmm. image, even what's in your, your um, header mm -hmm. line, mm -hmm. you know, there's ways to make it stand out because mm -hmm. if you say CEO attorney, right. it's like of mm -hmm. what? Mm -hmm. And yeah. now I don't care group, that you're a CEO or an attorney. It needs to be keyword rich, mm -hmm. right? So somebody goes, that's exactly how you can help me. Mm -hmm. So it always needs to be focused on the other, but right. that's, goes back to that's where right now, if you're home, you might have a little bit of extra time. Mm -hmm. right. profile. Yeah. When was the last time you looked at your LinkedIn profile? We inevitably with clients, when we do a brand audit for them, mm -hmm. we find, I find broken links. Mm -hmm. I find old information. There's a credit union in Kansas city and I've spoken to credit I, banks or another great area mm -hmm. credit unions that I work with. And I won't name the name, but I went out and saw, and it was one of the credit unions in Kansas City, and their head of business development, when you looked at the LinkedIn profile, they had changed their role. So you knew they were with the current credit union, mm -hmm. but when you went down into their summary section, it was still the old company. Oh. They've oh. been there four years. Four oh. years head of business development. Yeah. So when you think about those mm -hmm. impressions and mm -hmm. what that, you know, what that mm -hmm. means... And so just a couple of statistics, you may have had folks share, you may have shared these, but 50% of people don't even have a 50% completed profile right. on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. which means you're not going to show up mm -hmm. in a keyword search mm -hmm. because they're constantly changing the algorithms. Right. And LinkedIn and wants people who are active. That's what yes. they're going to show at higher on their, their lists. Exactly. And when you look at all of the impressions, mm -hmm. so if somebody says, what's an impression? So any piece of content that you happen to post that mm -hmm. either gets a click or not mm -hmm. out of the, to get these properly, it's like you've got 9 billion impressions mm -hmm. that are going out, but yet 3 million people are able to take advantage of that. Right. Only 3 million people, mm -hmm. because those are the ones who are out posting mm -hmm. consistently right versus all the content that's being flooded through the platform with what, 400 plus, 450 million mm -hmm. users. Mm -hmm. It's just crazy. So content is important, mm -hmm. but if you haven't, <laughs> Deb, you and I agree on that. Mm -hmm. If you haven't done anything to your profile, I even updated my profile right. this week mm -hmm. based on once again, what's going on, yep. mm -hmm. right? So I went back and mentioned virtual courses, mm -hmm. online training. And I even thought, I can do virtual coaching too. Mm -hmm. I have a couple of clients that are mm -hmm. out of town, right? but it's, how do you make mm -hmm. sure that somebody goes right now, this is how you can help right. me. Mm -hmm. so very specific keywords. And like I said, great headline mm -hmm. fill out everything as completely mm -hmm. as possible. And there's right ways and wrong ways to do it. But with only 50% of people using the or having a profile that meets LinkedIn's all-star. Mm -hmm. And so you go back to, you've got to have at least 50 connections. Right. There are certain aspects of your profile mm -hmm. you have to have filled mm -hmm. out to be able to do that. But mm -hmm. to really stand head and shoulders above everybody. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about, if you go to a networking event, right? Let's take it back to connections. And they say, seven seconds to make a first impression mm -hmm. online, one-tenth of a second to make an impression on a photograph. Mm -hmm. 
So consider that your online networking event and what somebody's going to think of Mm -hmm. when they see your profile and then put a call to action in so Mm -hmm. they can very easily find you. Even though I've got my contact information filled out and I've got phone number and Mm -hmm. email everywhere, it's still funny how sometimes I'll get a message and I'll go, I can't find your contact information. And and you just want to go. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But just think about, and two on your profile, you don't want to write on your profile. So if you're at a networking event and somebody says, what do you do? And it's Mm going to say results driven leader, blah, blah, blah. Oh my Mm -hmm. goodness. Don't Mm -hmm. do that. Right. Say that to somebody at a networking mm-hmm. event. Right. So don't put it on your profile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Conversational, right? This is all about connections and building a relationship. And it's the right. starting point of mm-hmm. where are we going to take it from here? Mm-hmm. Right. You, you mentioned something I want to go back to, and that's you know, when you Google yourself, what if you're not the only one? with that name. And very rarely, I mean, you know, there are some people who they, uh, my mother is one, she has very unusual first name that my grandmother made up. So, you know, mom's pretty much going to be the only one that comes up if you look for her name. But for the most part, you know, uh, for all of us, when you Google your own name, what else comes up? Um, and, and you talk about this in your book. I just have a digital version. So hold up your version, which is, is called your connecting advantage. I'll Yay! do the Anna. Yes, yes. Um, you talk about that because what happens if, if you do that? And it was, it was so funny. I was working with a gentleman one time who was in the job market and had been struggling you know, with, with getting interviews and, and things. And he Googled himself and lo and behold, discovered that not only was there somebody else with his name, he was not an axe murderer, but he was a murderer. And I mean, and so, and of course that really dominated. And so it was, it was actually kind of comical in his cover letter. He addressed that and, and because he said, yeah, they're going to look. And, and so he said, you know, I, I, please note that I am not the person who, who did that. And he said, people commented on it. And he said, but they commented on it saying we looked and we wondered. And right. so he immediately now, you know, for the most part, we're not going to have that issue. But, you know, you might want to say, you know, I am the person that does this as opposed to, you know, you you might not want to point out the other person because curiosity of you're going to go, what did they do? But, you know, that's where you have to be so clear in your headline, in your banner graphic, in your first couple sentences, this is who I am and what I do, you know, so that you're subtly saying, don't confuse me with that other person. Speaking of when you talk about identities, I was speaking at a chamber of commerce event Mm -hmm. here locally, and there was a wealth advisor who came up to me and he said, I have the first name, first same name, middle initial and last name of another wealth advisor who's been indicted for tax fraud. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that once Mm -hmm. again, it's like if for some reason you've got somebody else showing Mm -hmm. up, then what can you do to build your brands? And he was having to pay Mm -hmm. a company to help. Because I mean, that's mm-hmm. an easy, the axe right. murderer, you would hope, yeah. mm-hmm. right? You would hope not. Mm-hmm. But once again, it's how do you solidify mm-hmm. your brand? So mm-hmm. whatever is out there about right. you. Well, you know, there, there really aren't that many Deb, Deborah, Debbie careers. I think there's like three. The funny thing is one of them also does public relations. Oh, wow. And, yeah. and, and I discovered this because I was getting LinkedIn requests to connect 
from people in like New Jersey, New England. And I'm thinking, at that point, I lived in Colorado. So I finally, you know, what do I, I type and, and I'm like, oh. And so I would go back to each one of those people and say, thank you so much for your request to connect. I am assuming you were looking for the Deb career that is in New Jersey. If so, you know, and, and I said, however, I am happy to connect with you. So I built my own network that way. I mean, it was kind of a funny little thing. I mean, there were some that went, no, no, we really did only want her. But right. others went, oh, wow, you do sound interesting. And you just expanded to the East Coast. There you yeah. go. I know, I know. But yeah, it was, it was like, why am I getting all these people from New Jersey who want to connect? <laughs> well, that was why. Um, you awesome. know, and, and, um, but, but yeah, you never, it, but that is why it's so important to see what else is out there with your name. Um, oh, yeah. and, and, and again, even if it's you, what is it saying? You know, did somebody mistag you in a picture or is there just an inappropriate picture that's, that's out there? Um, you know, all these various things. What is somebody going to find? Now, they probably won't go past about page two on, on a Google search, but you never know. I mean, you know, especially if they're starting to find some stuff, they're like, Ooh, what else are we going to find? Um, you know, and, 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 and then, of course, the key is the more good you have, the higher that starts driving up. Absolutely. All sage advice. I hope, I hope your audience is taking notes on this. <laughs> they can go back and rewind it. That's, that's the fun part. Um, but it is, it is about building your network, um, you know, and, and doing it strategically, you know, not just how many do we get a week of the, we are connected to some mutual people. So I think I should connect with you request to connect now. You know, I, and I always tell people, give me a reason to connect with you. Now, I, I will still accept quite a few of the requests to connect. Um, but I look at their profiles. It, they have to have a picture. They, you know, there are various things that are kind of my, my, my things. But, right. you know, give somebody that reason to connect. Um, yeah. Because we are getting lost. But, you know, for heaven's sakes, folks, stop it with the, you are a person I trust. Or the, the canned things. You know, you can still send, you know, the, the same type of message to everybody. In fact, you've got some examples of that in your book. But, you know, it's, it, you're still personalizing it. You know, it's, it's, you know, and, and I love the people who don't even get my name right. Or, you know, all the, I'm like, no, I'm not, I don't care what you do. I'm not going to connect with you. Well, and you may, yes, I was about to say to me, when I get a customized invitation mm -hmm. to connect, then I am far more likely to mm -hmm. accept it. Right. If you reach out to somebody on your cell phone, know that it will automatically send right. a message. So you mm -hmm. have to take it. Yeah, you got to click the little three buttons and yes. yeah, I just discovered so, that the other day. Yeah, you learn and, something new all the time. Unless you're literally and I would say on your cell phone at an mm -hmm. event. But right now that's, you know, that's not going right. to happen. But unless uh -huh. I'm standing next to somebody mm -hmm. saying, I'm going to connect with you. That is the only time mm -hmm. that I don't customize. Right. Mm -hmm. As you mentioned, always do a skim through mm -hmm. your profile and depending on who it is, like if it's a potential, say it's a center of influence, mm -hmm. it could be a potential company, mm -hmm. go do a Google search online and mm -hmm. see what else you can find. See right. what could be in the business journal mm -hmm. or some other, some other business publication mm -hmm. in the city. Go look at it. Mm -hmm. It's not stocking, it's research. Right. You want to make sure mm -hmm. you do your research. Mm -hmm. As an example, there was a law firm and I was talking to the managing partner and this was in 2018. I was a most wanted for big brothers, big sisters. 
So what that means is every year they would nominate 35 to 40 people Mm -hmm. in the business community. And in essence, we had to go fundraise for Big Brothers, Big Mm Sisters. I knew about the organization. Once I learned more, that's why I decided to become Mm -hmm. a big. But the partner of the law firm, I did a Google search Mm -hmm. and it said that he had been voted Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Man of the Year. Wow. I know. So when we got on the phone and we were talking and we talked about business and I said, I noticed this. And he goes, well, do you want to know how I got that? And I said, yeah. He goes, I donated more money than everybody else. Ah. And I said, oh, well, that's, you know, that's fantastic. And I said, I'm a most wanted. And he mm-hmm. goes, so what's your address? I'll send you a check. Nice. And in my mind, I'm thinking, he'll send me a couple hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. $2,000. Oi. $2,000. To a great organization. Mm-hmm. And out of the list, I raised, I personally raised over $26,000 within our class. Mm-hmm. We raised, our group of 40 raised $735,000 that year. But that one simple, that one simple, I'm going to go do a Google search, that one simple conversation. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is it gave us another opportunity to uh, yeah. on something yes. mm-hmm. that we both cared about. Right. Right. So it doesn't matter if it's soccer or if it's cars or if it's mm-hmm. big brothers, it maybe it's you know, you serve in nonprofit in that world Mm -hmm. and you have those connections. Mm -hmm. So always be looking for the details, Mm -hmm. which is really important as you're growing your network. And that's why LinkedIn has a section for volunteers and, you know, and, and and clearly for education, you know, because alumni is, is a great thing, whether you're the same school or a competing school. You know, I, I went to, this was back when I was in Colorado and, you know, Colorado at that point was, was part of the, the, the Big 12. And I went to meet someone who happened to be Oklahoma State. And, you know, and, and I looked at his profile. I saw that he, you know, he looked at mine, saw that I was a, a CU grad. And he starts by saying, I probably shouldn't even be talking to y'all since you're, you know, you're one of them buffaloes. And then, of course, we proceeded to, sorry, trash KU. <laughs> But it, it gave us that touch point. And so that's oh, yeah. why it's so important to put that in there, to put your volunteer experience, um, all of those things, you know, it's, so it's not just business, yes. you know, it, it is about those other things. Now, are there some things you're not going to put in there? Yes, you know, sure. But, you know, if, if there's a way to, to make it pertain to business, you know, I put in there that, that I'm part of the National Beagle, as in dogs, club. Because I help manage their shows. So, you know, these, these, I've been the treasurer, I've been the show chair, I've been all sorts of things. So that's showing a, a different thing than just, hey, I'm part of this. One of my clients, it's a CPA firm in Kansas City in the mm-hmm. Midwest. They've got 250 employees. Well, their mm-hmm. director of marketing, she's a trout fisherwoman. Ah. So for a while, she actually had, it was a trout on her background image, but if you scrolled through her profile, uh-huh. she sat on the board for the association. So right. it made sense, mm-hmm. right? As mm-hmm. long as it makes sense. Right. Right. I had another mm-hmm. friend through the car group of all things who she um, was enthusiasts, right? Rescue mm-hmm. enthusiasts mm-hmm. with pugs. And so what she mm-hmm. did is she actually, because it was in her profile yes. when she was out looking mm-hmm. for a different role, mm-hmm. she put the dog up on the Mm -hmm. background image. And that'll certainly get somebody's attention Mm -hmm. versus a traditional business image. It just has to make Mm -hmm. sense. Right. 
Well, and, and you mentioned that it's not stalking, it's doing research. <laughs> and, and so I will tell people, you know, hey, I saw in your LinkedIn profile that you're a car enthusiast right. or, you know, and, and, and if they, and I figure if they put it out in the public, then it's okay for me to mention it. Or, um, you know, one of my favorite things when people are saying, you know, how do I build my network? You know, most business publications have lots of lists. The yeah. 40 under 40, you know, all those various things. And so I will go through those and, and say, you know, I'll, I'll look them up on LinkedIn. And, and then in my request to connect, I will say, congratulations, Joyce. I just saw that you were one of Kansas City's 40 under 40. You know, for one thing, you're like, ooh, cool, you know. Um, and, but that gave us that touch point as opposed to just, I am building my network and would like to connect with you. When I'm working with clients on inbound marketing, so we combine inbound marketing and outbound prospecting strategies. And one of the things, so you mentioned lists, I'll give you a little, give your listeners a little tactic here. I actually have them, like if you go to an event, I have a gentleman, he was a recruiter, and we went to the top 50 fastest growing businesses in Kansas City. So we went to the event. There was no way that Greg was going to be able to meet everybody. It just wasn't going to happen. But what he did is he pulled that list and then he went ahead and sent them an email. And mm-hmm. all the email said was, mm-hmm. congratulations on making a top 50 list. Cool. Right? And mm-hmm. That was the sole purpose. Mm-hmm. It wasn't to sell them anything. Mm-hmm. And he said, if there's anything that I can ever do as far as a connection, let me know. By the way, mm-hmm. I'm going to be reaching out with a connection request on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Out of that 50, he said there were probably 10 who reached out to connect with him on LinkedIn before he before. connected with him, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. There was one gentleman who actually responded and said, by the way, I need to talk to a recruiter right now. I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those things where when you combine both, mm-hmm. so it goes back to nurturing relationships, mm-hmm. LinkedIn is great, but use multiple touch mm-hmm. points. So if you start by sending an email mm-hmm. or you may start on LinkedIn and then follow up with an email, mm-hmm. And by the way, video mail is such a huge thing that you can do. Mm -hmm. There's different platforms like Agile CRM is the CRM that I use that Mm -hmm. actually has video within it. However, you've got BombBomb, which is a separate platform. It's going to be a little bit more Loom video. But right now, being able to get Mm face-to-face, and if you can humanize that connection, Mm -hmm. then video is certainly Mm -hmm. going to help you do that. Oh, yeah. Well, and especially now as we're recording this, where we are social distancing, we're not supposed to gather, you know, all of those things, the more we can humanize it as opposed to, you know, a text message or, you know, the the standard basic, I would like to connect with you on LinkedIn, you know, any of those things, you know, we want to see the people. We're kind of in this, oh my gosh, I need to see people mode. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm having to laugh because of all things. has decided she's going to jump up and get in the middle of the interview. So if you happen to see the black and white, here she comes. I'm trying to get my glass and there's Belle. There she is. <laughs> oh, and she wants your glass. Yep. I'm trying to have a drink. Hi, Belle. Oh my goodness. My cats, I don't know where my cats are. They never, they never interrupt. <laughs> and now she's pushing her face against my Yeah, she's laptop. rubbing on the camera. We've, we've got earthquake, earthquake in Kansas City. <laughs> See, it's not a child. It's a four-legged. It's a four-legged. It's the, it's the furry. It's yes, she was yes. meowing a minute ago. So if you hear that, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere in the background, you're like, "What is that noise?" Well, you know, but it, of course, the, the the funny thing is, this makes it real. 
Um, you know, we, we have dogs in our office. We have kids now. I mean, you know, especially for those who are having to homeschool, right. our kids are home, you know, and, and so oh, you, yeah. might, you might be having the most serious business conversation <laughs> in the world, you know, and things happen. I was interviewing, um, you know, I mentioned to you at the start of the program, I end up with a lot of Australian guests and bless them. You know, I'm in Atlanta, so it's a huge time difference. And so I was interviewing this woman one time and it was 530 in the morning for her. I could not do that. I can't form a coherent sentence at 5.30 in the morning, let alone do an interview. A lot of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and and so, you know, she's there, we're interviewing and she shared an office printer. Now she, you know, she's obviously home and office. And so in the middle of the interview strolls her husband. Now, luckily (laughs) he he was dressed. I mean, you know, it was 5.30 in the morning. He's got a t-shirt. He's got, you know, shorts. He's, he's all this, but he's going to get whatever he sent to print. He gets right behind. She still has no clue. And I'm trying to not react. And I'm thinking, well, I can always edit this out if I need to. He gets right behind her and goes. (laughs) (laughs) We left it in. I mean, that was because we we were talking about the fact that you never know what happens when you home office and, you know, all of these various. and, And I mean, it was just absolutely hilarious. But, you know, things happen. And, right. you know, and it makes us human. And, you know, and, and so to, to segue back, that's where it's okay to post, you know, some fun things on LinkedIn. You know, we're not going to post, you know, now you might post a picture of your cat on your keyboard, but, you know, talking about taking the cat to the vet, maybe not so much, um, you know, and, and, but, you know, it's, it, it is, it is about humanizing us so that people want to connect with us. And, you know, we, we mentioned Bob Berg. I mean, Bob is the king of know, like, and trust. Yes. And part of that is getting to know that, oh my gosh, you have a cat that's going to go through and hit your camera, <laughs> or, you know, your, your child is going to be wandering through, or, you know, all these various things, because we're human. You know, we want to work with people who, who are human and not perfect because we like to think we're perfect, but we're not, um, you know, and, and so it's, it's okay to have, you know, a little bits of that, to have the trout picture, you know, the pug picture, whatever it is as part of your profile, because that does make us human. Well, going back to posts for a minute, one of my, in fact, it was my top performing post of all time. Mm. If you've seen the movie, The Princess Bride. Mm-hmm which was what, 1987? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the famous line with the Nero Montoya, you know, you killed my father, prepare to die. So mm-hmm. out on Facebook one day, to die. there was a photo of a coffee cup mm-hmm. and the coffee cup said, hello, my name is Nero Montoya. You drank my coffee, prepare to die. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it got a lot of traction on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I put it on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. but I said, everybody needs a little humor in business. Yes. 27 comments mm-hmm. and 29 likes later, all the comments were men citing lines from the movie. One happened to be a vice president of a pharmaceutical company on the West Coast. We were not first degree connection. Ah, but he saw somebody else's. Mm-hmm. He saw somebody else and he chimed in three times. So I sent him a request to mm-hmm. connect on LinkedIn yep. over the princess bride. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. right now, part of that messaging, right? Mm-hmm. To me, it's one of the critical things that people need to be mm-hmm. paying attention to right now. What worked for messaging last week mm-hmm. does not work for messaging right. this week. What even worked two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. And to connect with people and then immediately try to sell them through LinkedIn Messenger, mm-hmm. not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. now, it's about how do you get your brand? How do you boost mm-hmm. your brand? 
sharing videos, sharing content. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing a lot of influencers give away things for free. Right. I mean, I've got free guides. I've got different things like that as Mm -hmm. well that I always offer. But now it's like, how do you, how do you Mm -hmm. enhance that Mm -hmm. message? How do you reach out? As you said, Bob Burke, right? No, Mm -hmm. like, and trust. It's those relationships that Mm -hmm. you're going to develop now, the companies who are willing to give time or give resources Mm -hmm. when people need it, that people are going to remember. Right. So it all goes back to what's, what's your ultimate goal and then developing that key strategy. Mm-hmm. No different if you were going to go to a networking event, you need to decide in mm-hmm. advance who you're going to meet, mm-hmm. why you're going to, you know, why you're going to meet, mm-hmm. have the conversation. Right. So, and then use, it is in the book, but, um, and I'm still watching Bell Walker. <laughs> She's still up here on the Pretty table. Pretty soon the camera is just going to go right, flying. It's like going to fly. Mm-hmm. But one of the things to keep in mind is how your brain works. So your Mm -hmm. reticular activating system and how it focuses on keywords. Mm -hmm. So whether it be a LinkedIn message, right? You've gone and done research on their Mm -hmm. profile or content that you're posting. Keep in mind, it's how the brain sees things. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, like in your headline, if you use specific keywords, then as people are out doing a search, they can find you as you're writing right. in your summary section, mm-hmm. you know, your top about mm-hmm. section and then down. It's like, what are the challenges that people are facing? Because mm-hmm. that's what we're going to recognize. Yes. One of the reasons I'm called a walking LinkedIn is because when I'm talking to somebody, I'm hearing keywords pop out and mm-hmm. I immediately go, I'm thinking you need to have a conversation with them and this is why, Mm -hmm. right? Right. So I'm hearing them say Mm -hmm. things and maybe they're a client. I have referred millions of dollars worth of business, Mm -hmm. you know, between people and it could be a direct client. Mm -hmm. Then again, it could be to a center of influence Mm -hmm. to somebody. They still have to develop the relationship. Mm -hmm. So once again, it is about, it is about your networks, no different than a networking Mm -hmm. event. You're going to meet with somebody. How are you going to continue the conversation? Mm -hmm. But more importantly, it's the people that go, well, I don't get any, you know, nobody introduces me to anybody. And I always back on them, how many introductions? Right. How many are you introducing? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. I make, on average, five introductions, it seems, a week. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's more, you know, but it's, you have to be doing that all the time. Mm -hmm. So right now on LinkedIn, introduce people via LinkedIn Mm -hmm. Messenger, but give them the reason of, Mm -hmm. this is who you need to meet. Mm -hmm. This is why you need to meet them. Mm I typically will pick up the phone and have a conversation first mm. before I just send an email. Right. Mm-hmm. I would say that there are people that I facilitate the conversation in person. Once again, right now, you know, that's a little bit different. We're just going to have to see, you know, we're not doing that, but mm-hmm. you can still pick up the phone, mm-hmm. have the you conversation, can Zoom. Mm-hmm. do a Zoom, mm-hmm. right? You can facilitate a Zoom mm-hmm. meeting instead of, you know, a live mm-hmm. coffee or a lunch, mm-hmm. but it goes back to add value by introducing. Right thinking about the messaging that Mm -hmm. you're using these days, right? What's going to make a difference Mm -hmm. for people? What, what are your clients, your target audience Mm -hmm. who you're going after? What are their biggest challenges? Mm -hmm. And you see so much, it's kind of like stop acting like everybody else and sounding like Mm -hmm. everybody else. So it's how do you get that message out differently? Mm -hmm. And even right right now, LinkedIn is great, but there are some people pick up the phone Mm -hmm. and have a conversation. Don't reach out with the intent Mm -hmm. to sell them anything, but Mm -hmm. reach out to say, hey, I wanted to check Mm -hmm. on you. Right. Right. And, you know, you mentioned don't expect anything in return, especially if you're doing those introductions, you know, because we've all been there where, you know, it's the, what, what have you done for me lately? I mean, you know, how many times have we gone to, uh, you know, a networking thing 
And they're only going to give you their business card if you're going to use it, you know, and, and, you know, and, and all these things and, and, um, you know, and, or, or they really do expect, you know, you're going to do this for me. You're going to do that for me. And, and, you know, it, it does tend to seem like that's more men, but I've certainly seen women do that just, just as much, um, you know, and, and to even do the, well, you haven't done anything for me lately. So why should I do something for you? Well, again, you never know. I mean, you know, I might introduce you to somebody that leads to absolutely nothing for me, but you remember that, you know, and, and so further on down the road, it's like, oh my gosh, Deb introduced me to this person. That was great. Now I'm going to introduce, um, you know, and, 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 and to do it without expectations. Um, you know, I have a, a friend who uh, it recently moved to Miami, lived there less than two months and lost his job. Um, you know, and, and so first thing I did was to go to LinkedIn and see who I knew in Miami. You know, is there somebody I could introduce? Unfortunately, there wasn't anybody that I felt, you know, anywhere close that I could, could do any type of introduction, but that, you know, I would have gotten nothing out of that besides just a little bit of goodwill. But that really was my first thought was, how can I help? Is there something I can do to help? So on that note, I want to throw in something really important because right now, Mm -hmm. of course, there are people that companies are having to shift. People are losing jobs. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's heartbreaking to see. And even before that, I have spoken at um, several events Mm -hmm. with large companies like Mm -hmm. the head of HR at Mm -hmm. Cerner. One of the things that she said is if you don't have a robust LinkedIn profile, we will pitch your resume. Mm. So they're not even going to look at it. Mm -hmm. And the reason I created my LinkedIn starter pack was I had a woman who reached out. She said, I've heard you can help me with my profile. Mm -hmm. I'm in the job search now. No recruiters are looking at me. Mm -hmm. Within a week of getting her profile optimized, Mm -hmm. she had four recruiters reach out. We also developed a strategy to target Mm -hmm. specifically who she wanted to talk to as far as clients and then recognize who the relationships Mm -hmm. were that could circle the wagons and not necessarily go in through the traditional HR route. Oh yeah. Because sometimes it is that person that can walk your resume in or send a, you know, all those things. I tell people LinkedIn is often your first interview. You know, they're looking at you. So they get your, your application, your resume, your whatever, and they go to your LinkedIn profile. And if they like what they see there, they call you, they bring you in for an interview, they do whatever. But if they look at LinkedIn and they go, Neh. now, obviously it depends on the position, but in many cases, you know, even if it's more of, you know, a lower level type of position, you know, they want to know that, you know, the technology, you know, all sorts of things. And so they're looking at your LinkedIn profile first. Yes. And I was about to say, if you've got a resume, then put it in the media section on your profile, but invest in getting your profile done. I don't even write my profile and I've written two books. No, I write virtual courses and create content. It's really hard to write about yourself. Now you can write your experience sections yourself, but you know, even that have somebody else look it over. Yes. And that is one thing definitely worth, definitely worth the investment Mm -hmm. to do. Right. You know, and, and again, you might think you've got the greatest job in the world. You might even own your own company. I mean, you know, there's, there's certainly so many people who are business owners, entrepreneurs, whatever, who decide to change, you know, whether it's their choice or the economy forces them to or whatever, you know, and, and so you've got to have all that out there. And as, as we've been saying, you have to already have those connections, at least a good start on them. 
Because if you're starting from zero, the problem is you're behind everybody else. And anytime you make that good connection with an influencer, and to me, influencers don't always have titles. Mm -hmm. If somebody looks at my background, they Mm -hmm. would go, eh, she might know people, but guess what? I don't have to know the person, right. but I am probably one degree, mm-hmm. of course, six degrees mm-hmm. of bacon. This is an exercise I do when I'm speaking at conferences. Mm-hmm. You'd be amazed at how easily you can mm-hmm. connect to anybody in the world. Yep. In Kansas City, where I'm at, you're typically one degree away mm-hmm. from anybody right. that you mm-hmm. want to meet. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to know them. That goes back to my RAS. Mm-hmm. My RAS is barely highly tuned. I've been using mm-hmm. it since 2005 when I went through the Pacific Institute's training. But it's, it's how you use that and then say, I don't know, but let me, mm-hmm. you know, right. let me help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and, and maybe they're not on LinkedIn. It might be somebody on Facebook or Twitter or wherever, but that is one of the benefits of being so socially connected. Yes. Um, you know, somewhere in there, we're probably connected with somebody else that could at least make another introduction, um, sure. you know, and, and, um, and, you know, and, and the important thing is to ask. I mean, you know, you never know, you know, so, so put out there, Hey, I'm looking for something. You know, I, I did that for this series of programs. Could I have gone through my Rolodex? My, do we, you mentioned this in your book. Do we even have those? No. I mean, I have the pile of business cards, right? Um, but I could have gone through my connections. I could have searched for LinkedIn expert. I mean, all these various things and come up with the nine guests that we need to, to fill April. Could I do that? Sure. But I did post. Now I did post on LinkedIn and I did post on Facebook. The April, our April programs are going to focus on LinkedIn, looking for guests. You know, several were people that, that I already knew, but several were other people who said, oh my gosh, you have to talk to X. I've never met them, never connected with them, and they're going to be some of the greatest interviews that I will have. Um, you know, so you never know. I mean, at the very least, people ignored it. But at the most, I got great connections. Yes. And if somebody is wondering, if you're sitting there going, okay, I need to connect, but mm-hmm. I don't want to reach out and just ask because right. I don't have anything or you, you don't think that you have a connection for them, first off, track your introductions, track your connections. Mm-hmm. An Excel spreadsheet, pretty antiquated, but if mm-hmm. that's all you've got, yeah. Agile CRM, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's one of the best mm-hmm. values. And even if you pay monthly, you can get it for $15 a month. Because mm-hmm. once again, you want to know who you connected with, mm-hmm. why you connected, mm-hmm. if you've made an introduction. So track that. But mm-hmm. as you're meeting with somebody, and especially as you're building your network, it's the question. It goes back mm-hmm. to, you know, my friend Bob Berg, and it's how can I add value to you? Yes. I might not be able to help you out right now, mm-hmm. but how can I add value mm-hmm. back to you? And then write that down because mm-hmm. inevitably somebody will say, oh, can you help me with? Mm-hmm. And then three conversations later, I have an introduction for them. Right. And it's not always a person. Sometimes it's information, mm-hmm. it's resources, whatever mm-hmm. that might be. But once again, that's your RAS, mm-hmm. you know, as you're getting more right. in tune to listening for keywords. Mm-hmm. So always seek to add value, mm-hmm. but track your introductions. Right. right. And it's, it's funny because I think women are better at this. This is just purely anecdotal because we're chatting more, right? You know, so we're listening to them talking in the shopping line to talking to us, you know, at, at church, all these various things. And it could be five years later. We're like, Oh my gosh, 
I just remembered that this person needs to connect with this person, you know, and, and, you know, house painter, great example. You know, somebody said, Hey, you know, who do you know? Who's a house painter? Well, I know lots of house painters. Have I needed to use a house painter in a year? No, you know, all those various things, but because I was paying attention to the various conversations and remembering it, you know, of course that's the key. Am I going to remember it or do I have to write it down? Well, I probably have to write it down, but, um, but yeah, you know, we just, we chat more. And so we get those little nuggets of information, um, you know, and, and yeah, you never know. And, and again, don't expect to get anything back from it. You know, that's, that is the worst reason to be doing any of this. Oh yeah. But you know, is it going to happen? Sure. I mean, you know, you could make the, like, you know, the house painter. I mean, if they go with the house painter, I'm going to get like a hundred dollars. Yay! I can go out to eat, um, you know. But or call takeout. Um, but but yeah, I mean, you know, if I got that or not, I wouldn't care. Um, it was just, hey, I made a great connection for people. And I will tell you, I you know, connections. Your best connections happen in the least likely places. Mm-hmm. I was in meeting with one of the VPs of at the time it was Trust. Now they're with Hub Insurance, mm-hmm. commercial mm-hmm. insurance. And just having a conversation with Josh and at the end, because I'd been introduced through another influencer, mm-hmm. Scott Havens, who is one of the most well-connected people in Kansas City. But we got to the end and Josh said, so what is it exactly that you do? Mm-hmm. And I mentioned to him, you know, as far as consulting, coaching, mm-hmm. all of that. And he was talking about a group called Spec KC and they work with 300 independent physicians and they have a specialty, right? Mm-hmm. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. And I said, I have an attorney, a client of mine, managing partner of a small mm-hmm. firm. There are about 15 attorneys I said mm-hmm. that you need to talk to. Mm-hmm. So I made that introduction. Mm-hmm. And once again, this goes back to, it wasn't for me, mm-hmm. but out of that, because Greg, medical malpractice, he represents mm-hmm. physicians within the spec Casey. Mm-hmm. They had an office practice manager. Basically they were yep. giving them all the resources mm-hmm. for independent physicians. So they didn't have to go find their own. Mm-hmm. Greg became the go-to guy mm-hmm. for the physician. So that perfect simple introduction mm-hmm. opened him up to 300 different physician groups. On the other hand, this law firm represented two clients that spec had been wanting to get mm-hmm. into for years that had not. I didn't get anything out of it other than where you're so grateful. Mm -hmm. Everybody appreciates that, but yet that paying attention Mm -hmm. and listening, right? So that's that big thing is when you're, when you're making introductions for other people and you've said it, Deb, it doesn't always come back immediately to you, but people do remember that. Right. Right. And sometimes it's a personal connection Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the greatest connection I've ever made in my life a friend's son, it was in 2017, had a rare form of cancer. A hundred people in the world had it. He'd been given four to six months mm-hmm. to live. This was a kid who was National Honor Society involved mm-hmm. in his church. Mm-hmm. He had an online eBay men's clothing business, just extraordinary mm-hmm. young man. He wanted to ride in a Maserati. I wasn't a part of the car group at that time, mm-hmm. but I knew one of the guys who was. Mm-hmm. I reached out to him. Angel happened to be in China at the time on mm-hmm. business. This was 2017. And I forwarded him the email and in 30 minutes, he said, consider it done. I'll be home Tuesday and we can plan. Wonderful. Fast forward, Mm -hmm. three days notice, 34 exotic and supercars showed up at Noah's house in Lee Summit, Missouri to give him what he called was the best day of his life. We stood in the street for two and a half hours. Mm -hmm. It was a perfect day in January. It was about 40 degrees. We'd love to have had a little bit warmer, Mm -hmm. but he rode in seven different cars 
seven different cars, mm -hmm. Lamborghini, Maserati, Ferrari, I mean, extraordinary cars. Mm -hmm. But it was that simple. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the car, but I knew mm -hmm. who could help him out. Right. And to this day, 2020, our group still talks about it. We're still connected. I should say the group's connected with mm -hmm. Noah's family. So it goes back to what mm -hmm. Bob taught me. It's always how can you add mm -hmm. value? And yes, business connections are fantastic. But the fact I was able to do that yes. for Noah mm -hmm. was extraordinary. The yeah. results, I became part of a group and it's like having an extended family. So maybe it's once again, if you're home right now, mm -hmm. your work has shifted home, start talking. To, it's the friendships. Mm -hmm. right? Right. Maybe it's the friendship that mm -hmm. cultivates or develops into mm -hmm. a business relationship that you haven't talked to your neighbor you know, and you're having to shout over the fence. Right. <laughs> Six feet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Because mm -hmm. we're doing all of that. But once again, I think now is such a huge opportunity mm -hmm. to develop some amazing relationships because we're having to shift mm -hmm. how we communicate. Mm -hmm. So just that's the point, right? right. Continue to build your network, but mm -hmm. don't just think it's a business thing right. or I'm just trying to mm -hmm. sell something. It's about finding those people who get relationships mm -hmm. and go with that. Yep. Oh, yeah, because that's that's ultimately what it comes down to is, you know, all of our connections, you know, and, and that's, you know, let's be honest, we've been talking about the fact that, you know, the, the virus, all those various things, what is helping are our connections, you know, right. all of these things, and you never know when things are going to happen, you know, it could be a virus, it could be somebody gets ill, it could be, you know, a, a hurricane, tornado, whatever, could be something good. You know, you, it's, it's all of those, that network and those connections that you have built that will help you get through it. Absolutely. Well, oh my gosh, Joyce, we are at the top of the hour. Um, like I said, we can't wait four years. We have to do this, you know, far yep. more, more <laughs> frequently than that. Um, how do people find you and connect with you online? My website is easy. It's JoyceLayman.com. So even my com even though my company's Layman Collective, you can still find that mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. When you go in, you're going to see, I've mentioned the LinkedIn Starter Pack, mm -hmm. my Influence Academy. There's lots of different ways to connect. Find me on LinkedIn, right? I've got my custom URL that's right. out there. Be I'm sure on. to say, you know, when you do a request to connect that you, you oh, listen to the program. <laughs> and say that you listen to Deb's program because that's going to give me that I'm, then I'm going to want to say, yes, I want to connect because as you know, we mm -hmm. all get requests and right. you don't know who to connect mm -hmm. with. So make sure that you said that you mm -hmm. heard, you know, you heard our conversation yep. today and that would be great because I'm Perfect. always looking to expand relationships. Mm -hmm. And if there's any way that I can add value back to you, I am more than happy to do that. I love it. I love it. Well, do you have any final words for everyone? Any final words, start with your brand, go get your profile, get it optimized as quickly as possible. Once again, one-tenth of a second to make an impression online. You've got that split second to do that. So get your brand optimized, get strategic about who it is that you want to meet because otherwise it's like walking into a networking mm -hmm. event. You're going to waste an hour of your time. Flinging your business cards. Right, because you haven't gotten strategic. Mm -hmm. Think about a shift in messaging that you need to be doing right now, whether that's a customized invitation, the type of content that you're putting mm -hmm. out, because ultimately, you know, the goal is to build your relationships. Mm -hmm. And for many, it's revenue, right? It's right. how do you build, you know, mm -hmm. how do you generate revenue mm -hmm. right now? But right. start with your brand, get your strategy in, mm -hmm. 
make as many connections as possible as you can for other people. I mean, I get it. You got to get the details and get work done, but Mm -hmm. it's have that mindset of value and just sometimes got to take that leap, right? If it's a comfort zone thing, a lot of comfort zones are being pushed right now. Oh yeah. So just, you Mm -hmm. never know opportunities Mm -hmm. can happen in the least likely places. Perfect. I love it. Well, I'm Deb Crew. I've been having an absolutely wonderful discussion with Joyce Lehman. Can't wait to do it again. But until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.